All weekend, all, all the hits, all, all the hits. Ghana Toss Radio. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. GTR News. The news others choose. We bring you local news, business news, international, sports, and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Afternoon News on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. Top Stories. A levy bill will be passed after water and electricity debt, President Kufuadu says. Three suspected kidnappers in Nigeria have been arrested. Also, Guinea-Bissau failed coup 11 people dead. There's some more stories coming up after the break. Stay tuned. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. GTR News, the news others choose. You're welcome back from the break to our first story. The Ghana Police Service says it will temporarily close some major roads in Accra ahead of the extraordinary summit of FOR's head signed by the head of public affairs unit greater Accra region police command dsp juliana obin explained that the affected roles will compromise the jubilee lounge kia to liberation road at opebia and liberation road from the airport traffic light through the independent avenue at national theater traffic light other roads to be affected include kimpitsky hotel to national theater road on independence avenue through aquaje the police says the road will be open immediately after the event is concluded. Motorists were further advised to take note of the traffic arrangements and comply accordingly. The police assured that it had made adequate provision for motor traffic police officers to be detailed at vintage point to offer the needed assistance to motorists. The community also urged the general public to adhere to the changes and cooperate with the police to ensure effective traffic management during and after the period. The chief of Swapon Suaduro, which comprises of the Asin Praso and Asin Jakai in the Asin North and Asin South, respectively, Nana Owudo Asiku X, has urged parents to encourage their children to study very hard to become responsible citizens in future. Speaking with the media, the chief said, Without the strict guidance of parents, children cannot achieve their full potential. Therefore, they must take a keen interest in the academic and welfare of the children. Duty our news. When he presented 60 dual desks to Asin Jakai DA's business school, A and B to help bridge the furniture deficit in the school. He used the opportunity to tour the school and also interact with teachers to ascertain the challenges of the school to find possible solution to them. KG was a foundation to say, I'm sure, and you know, Papa, who will do primary and junior high and acquire their ed. And the teachers, one more KG, I know, one more catcher, and say, That's a young Kunya, a home, I had in Amawam, Mesoso, meaning school, a Hunya, a year, Mamedia Makwa, Koko, do doctor, PhD, meaning my dear, a Shesia school, a chair, Kumyaka, a little bit to me, the Abrawam, and for Amrawam, students in Tasso, and see now for an actress. I'm a friend of Bishia, especially in and I drew the answer for Receiving the desk on behalf of the school, the head teacher of the school B, Mr. Vincent Mbia Ahin, expressed profound gratitude to the chief, saying the presentation will significantly provide a conducive learning environment and aid good teaching and learning. He also called on others to emulate the kind gesture of the chief Nana Ojo Asiku the tenth.
you would come on his part, the Kronti Hini of Asin Jakai and Asin Praso advised the pupils to stick to their books and refrain from behaviors that would make their chances of success in life deprived. He also encouraged them to be constant revision to help them better the understanding of what they have taught them in school. Futi am dream mama fra no say dream mira won tenase na won sua de so ko school a na teacher ni tire wa de ya kan e say won so ko fi na na ye kire o school no be san ko bobo so na ka o trim dey make kan kire na won say omun jai tv ni phone ni san ni omani omano abefu ni amana aba no mo fa ngun chen na omun dwina omo daachi ho omo de sua ni omo daachi so won sua de be wiase no na wan pass and adwuma aba nyina no e hia certificate ansa na dia fa and na say obeko police o so obeko soja o obeko immigration o ba ye dwuma bia e Still on the local stories, the Ghana police have shot four worry suspects dead during a targeted intelligence-led operation on the 22nd of January 2022 in Igbeteli near Afienya in Tema. The four were part of a robbery syndicate that snatched a Toyota Ram 4 mini SUV vehicle from a victim under the pretext of selling it on the same day in Accra. The police statement said, a combined police team of the anti-robbery unit, intelligence and surveillance team from the police headquarters in partnership with police officers from Tema Regional Police Command pursued the suspect to the thicket of Balishi to get them arrested and retrieve the snatch vehicle. In the course of the arrest, four of the suspects aggressively attacked the police sergeant and they were shot in the process, the statement added. Still on police-related stories, a 29-year-old police officer has been crushed to death on the Kaswa Apam Highway in the central region. Comfort Ferby is reported to have been hit by a speeding Toyota vehicle with registration number GS4746. At the police checkpoint in the wee hours of Tuesday. According to the police, the driver failed to stop when he got to the checkpoint, therefore, ran into the deceased, killing her on the spot. The news has saddened officers with the Gomwa Dominasa District Police Command since the barrier they say was established just last week after a series of robbery cases were recorded on the side of the highway. Meanwhile, the Central Regional Police Commanders have visited the disease home to commiserate with her husband. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. That's really a sad story. We hope her soul finds eternal peace. Two local stories. The Winneba High Court has ordered the University of Education, Winneba, UEW, to restate Professor Mawuto Avoke as the substantive vice chancellor of the institution. The court proceeded over by Justice Abwaji Tando, also charged the university to reinstate the other four principal officers who were unlawfully dismissed to their former grade. The four are the finance officer Dr. Theophilus Senyo Akoli, Daniel Tete, Mary Zime, and Frank Owusu Boatin. It's ruled that their salary arrears must be paid from the date they were removed from 
from their respective positions. In 2017, Professor Avokane was instructed to vacate his post until a case against him, and the university counsel by Superintendent Kofi Kwa was determined. The plaintiff alleged inciting financial and procurement irregularities on Professor Avokane's side. He also claimed that the university council's mandate expired in 2013. However, the education ministry failed to constitute a new governing council. Away from the local stories and business stories, and President Kufuado has reaffirmed his government's determination to pass the contentious electronic transaction levy, the e-levy. According to him, the government spent some money to lessen the burden on Ghanaians during the COVID-19, and it has become necessary to put some measures in place to fill the gaps that were created. President Kufuado made the announcement while speaking to traditional leaders from the Georgia in the voter region. Revenues decreased significantly in 2020-2021 as a result of the COVID-19-induced slowdown in economic activities. Despite the opposition, President Okofuado stated that, I am determined to persevere to ensure that we find the means to address some of the issues. This is what he has to say. We're not going to, it's not going to be possible for us in Ghana to continue uh, forever to be dependent on foreign grants and foreign loans to keep our economy going. We ourselves will have to find the money for our development. And that is the reason why it's become necessary for us to introduce these measures, like this famous tax, which has caused so much uh, unnecessary, in my view, uh, uh, disputation. But nevertheless, we will continue. We will, um, I'm, I'm determined to persevere to make sure that we find the means to address some of the issues that you have got. It cannot be done other than through uh, government. Government doesn't have any money on its own. It has money from the taxes of the people. That is the only way in which it raises money to be able to carry out its work as a, as a government. But we'll continue to work. To our next business story, traders in Kumasi, especially second-hand clothes sellers, says they regret going through the race course market following the Kumasi Metropolitan Assembly. It's not going to be possible for us in Ghana to continue uh, forever to be dependent on foreign grants. On last year, relocated traders who ply at Central Market to doom Dr. Mensa, Pampaso, and those selling at the unauthorized pavement to move to the racecourse market for the completion of the second phase of the Central Market redevelopment, an exercise the traders say did not help them. Media who is following the development reports that teachers at traders did not adhere to the Kumasi Metropolitan Assembly KMA's directives and are still trading at the unauthorized places in the city, while KMA led by Mr. Samuel Payne lived on concern. The few traders, including second-hand clothes sellers, moved to the race course market complain of a low patronage of their goods, with some stressing their businesses are on the verge of collapsing following KMA's failure to ensure all traders selling on payment Ghana Talks Radio number one the PRO Michael Amponsa discussed this at the press today ya din nyina ko benkrum se ye momu na otwimienu didi kan wo mesiesie kwan ne maye de toso mienu omunyi omo wote kwa ho nyina anfo omo mra so omo anyi omo anfo ma amade a ene ye nyina ye sa kwotena kwa no na panyini bia wo se Edruhoniye Anyakwano then, when you put two sound, I'm moving in a number of the mauma. 
You're still tuning in watching live the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. On international front, Kenya remains on high alert following a series of terror attacks that have killed at least 50 people over the past weeks. It comes after the U.S., U.K. and France warned the nationals of an impending attack in Kenya, citing credible intelligence. All the recent attacks have been blamed on the Al-Shabaab militant group, which has continued to carry out strikes on Kenyan soil, particularly aimed at security forces. In the latest incident, four people were killed on Tuesday in the northeastern region of Water when their vehicles hit an improvised explosion device. On Monday, 10 other people lost their lives after a minibus hit the roadside bomb in Mandera near the border with Somalia. Security have been beefed up across the country in areas considered to be terror attack hotspots in the northeastern region and all the coast. We move to Nigeria and the Nigerian army says it has shot dead three suspected kidnappers in the southern state of Edo. According to an army spokesperson, Onema Nwachuku, the men were part of the notorious gang that was intercepted as it set up an ambush on a major highway. Some of the attackers fled. The gang is believed to have carried out numerous kidnappings and robberies. Violent clashes between the Nigerian army and the suspected gang members are widespread in the northern western states of Zamfara. Gunmen abducted six people after security forces said they killed more than 40 members of a gang in the area. In Guinea-Bissau, 11 people are now known to have died in Tuesday's few attempts to overthrow President Omoro Asiko Mbalo, the government of Guinea-Bissau says. Both soldiers and civilians are reported to be among the dead. A major investigation has been launched to find unidentified gunmen, I beg your pardon. The army has since been patrolling the streets of the capital. Shops and banks have been reopening, but there are few customers at the market in Bissau. The neighborhood surrounding the main government complex, the site of five to our gun battle is still closed off. Guinea-Bissau is a hub for cocaine trafficking between Latin America and Europe, leading many to speculate that the coup was the work of the drug gang. To Sudan, the ongoing closure of a highway connecting Sudan to Egypt by the Sudanese resistance... Ghana Talks Radio, number one. ...ninth day. Sudanese protesters in the northern state have erected several barricades along the road connecting the two countries and have disrupted the movement of Egyptian-owned vehicles returning to Egypt with Sudanese livestock or goods. Protesters, who are mostly farmers, closed the road initially because the government raised the cost of electricity and forced the government to make a U-turn. The protests eventually morphed into the wider rejection of the coup and opposition to the military and its regional allies, which include Egypt. To some entertainment story, police in New York and Puerto Rico have arrested four men who allegedly sold the drugs that actor Michael K. Williams took before his overdose death. Williams, most famous for his role as Omar on HBO's The Wire, was found dead in Brooklyn flat in September 2021. The four men are accused of narcotics conspiracy. Police says they sold drugs, lace, and fentanyl, a synthetic opioid blamed for thousands of drugs a death. A medical examiner has ruled that the 54-year-old death was an accident. The suspects include Hector Robles, Luis Cruz, and Carlos Massey, who were all arrested on Tuesday and are expected to make their first court appearance on Wednesday. Ivan Cantagena was also arrested on Tuesday in Puerto Rico and is suspected to go before a judge on Thursday. This is where I end the afternoon news. Thank you so much for tuning in and watching on Facebook Live. You can log on to our website www.ganatalksradio.com for more news updates. My name is Sandra Asante. Thanks for watching and listening. Uh, stay tuned for the Sported Bits. Have a pleasant afternoon. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking a nation. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. GTR Spores. GTR Spores.
Join us on GTR for global tidbits on soccer. He's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Join in to GTR. What a stadium, what a stadium. It's time for the Sports Tidbit on Ghana Talks Radio with me, Sanjo Asante, and I warmly welcome you to it. So, Sadio Mani has greatly secured Tasport for Senegal to reach the finals of the 2021 AFCON. It is still ongoing, and today, the other teams will be meeting this evening to secure what will be happening at the finals of the AFCON. Also, President, Chinese President Li Jinping is supporting us and telling us today promising us of a safety and good delivery in terms of the belgian olympics so don't go anywhere we'll be back after the break. join us on gtr for global tidbits and soccer tennis boxing and many other sporting activities what a good shot Tune to gtr what a stadium what a stadium Yes, welcome back from the break. So we start straight to uh, soccer and today IOC, yes, members of the International Olympic Committee, IOC, on Thursday vented uh, their frustrations over plans for the binal soccer. Binal soccer on Thursday, venting uh, their frustration over plans for the Binal Soccer World Cup. Yes, instead of the current four-year cycle, saying that it will have a major negative. Yes, negative impact on that. GTR's pause. GTR's pause. So on, on the other first day of the ICO sessions, they are saying that before the opening of the Belgian Winter Olympics on Friday, the IOC members call on Gianni Infantino, the president of the World Soccer Governing Body and who is also the IOC member to drop his plans. Yes, as well. So Infantino, yes, who has cancelled his trip to china has said that changing the world cup cycle from four years to two world uh, years will generate an extra 4.4 billion dollars in revenue for the world body that's what they are saying so indirectly they are not supporting uh, that particular you know idea that particular plan so fifa said that the additional yes funds will help reduce the gap in revenues between developed and less developed football markets but international sports federation as well as ioc which organizes the olympics summer or winter games every two years have opposed infantino's plans so we Away from that, Sadio Mane, yes, Senegal's experience of playing in the last African Cup of Nations final will be a good asset for them in Sunday's title decider. That's what Sadio Mane is saying. So Senegal will beat Burkina Faso on Wednesday to reach the final half yet. Yes, they have yet to uh, see what will be happening. So they will be coming close in Cairo. Yes, in 2019. So Senegal, who beat Burkina Faso three goals to one on Wednesday to reach the final, have yet to win the continental title, but came close in Cairo in 2019. But experience is a good asset. That is what Sadio Mane is saying. He's saying that. Um, I think that he has always been the case since the start of the tournament, but we suffered so much with a lot of COVID-19 cases and several injuries too. So we have played the final last, so we have experience and we saw we're also runner-up in 2002, the year we went to the World Cup in Japan and South Korea and beat Holders France in the opening game and became just the second African country to reach the quarterfinals, the comparison between that generation and the current side have increased as Senegal, you know, progressed through the tournament. So they have qualified uh, through the semifinals to the final stage. So tonight we'll be seeing which of the teams playing tonight will be able to join Senegal in the finals of the AFCON 2021. Away from the AFCONs, former Miami Dolphins head coach Brian Flores said on Wednesday that his refusal to throw games as a way to improve the football club's chances of landing a top draft pick ultimately cost him his job. So Flores, who was fired last month by Miami, allegedly proposed 
class action complaint on Tuesday that Dolphin's owner Stephen Ross offered him $100,000 for every loss in 2019 as incentive to help the team land a higher draft pick in 20. 20. So ask to comment on Flores' accusation. The Dolphins referred that the routers to a statement the team issued on Tuesday that said that the implications that we acted in a manner of inconsistent with the integrity of the game is incorrect. So the thrust of the lawsuit was to accuse the NFL and its 32 team of discriminating against black candidates for coaching that Flores is a black man. So the NFL in a statement on Tuesday responding to the suit said that the claims of racial bias were without merit and that its clubs were committed to ensure equitable employment practices. So he said that that particular happening in 2020 nearly cost his job. And it was really, really sad that discrimination is still ongoing uh, in the field of sports. But away from uh, NFL, in tennis now, Australian Open champion Rafael Nadal says he would love to finish his career with more Grand Slam titles than rival I'm talking of. Of Roger Federer and Novak Djokovic, but thinks that we he have to secure more than 21 uh, Grand Slams to do so. So Nadal fought back to beat Russian Daniel Medvedev in the final at Melbourne Park on Sunday to move ahead of Federer and Djokovic and claim the men's record 21st major title. So he said that I have no idea what number of Grand Slams I will have. He told reporters on that in Malaco on Wednesday. He continued to say that I want to be the one with the most majors out of the three overs. I will love that, but I'm not upset says absolutely not whatever comes is welcome and i don't think 21 is enough to be honest but you never know what happened in the future so we all know that world number one i'm talking of novak djokovic did not feature at the australian opening after being deported from the country due to his covid 19 vaccination status while federa was ruled out following their third knee surgery last year so Nadal is saying that he's looking forward to half that but still on tennis away from Rafael Nadal top seeded Diego Schwartzman of Argentina needed just 71 minutes on Wednesday to defeat country mate Juan Paulo Kovic 6-3-6-2 in the second round of the Coral Boulder Open in Argentina so Schwartzman ranked 14 in the world beat the qualifier while while playing for the first time since losing in the second round of the Australian Open. He would next play in the quarterfinals on Friday against Colombia. Who notched a 6-2-3-6-6-1 triumph over Spain's Juami Muna. So Argentina's one Ignacio Londero advanced with a 6-3-7-6 a three victory over Spain's Pedro Martinez. So Lodano will face fourth-seeded Serbian Nikola Mulujevic, who defeated Argentina World Cup Thomas Martin Edgeberry 6-3-7-6-4. So away from tennis today in athletics. Olympic medalist Laura Moore will lead Scotland in Saturday's DNA Athletics event at Glasgow Emirates Arena. Yes, she is leading. So they take on England, Wales, Ireland, and uh, Spain, as well as Portugal in the inaugural contest. This aforementioned six nations. I'm talking of England, Wales, Ireland, Spain, and Portugal with up to 18 athletes in each team take part in 11 events across the two-hour competition. So Moore 28 will race in the 800 meter for her first Scotland-based um, competition century won silver in 1,500 meters at the Tokyo Olympics last August. So she is leading uh, the team and we are looking forward to Saturday and see how quickly they will be able to participate for more wins in NBA today. 
Anthony Davis scored 30 points and made 15 rebounds as the Los Angeles Lakers ended their three-game losing run with 99-94 win over the Portland Trial Blazers. So Carmelo Anthony's 24 points helped inflict a third straight loss and fifth in six games on Portland. So the Lakers were again without talisman LeBron James, who has a swollen uh, knee. That's really bad. We're looking forward to see him participating, but we hope he gets better and be on soon. So Norman Powell, yes, scored 30 points, and Anthony Simons, 19 for the trial blazer in LA. So they remain without a star. I'm talking of Damian Ligard about abdominal surgery although they will play their next five games at home so also spencer denwidi produced a triple double of 14 point 12 rebounds and 10 assists to help the washington wizards beat their philadelphia 76 106 to 103. so in rugby today the catastrophic impact of losing her little brother is why presenter Gabby Logan is supporting calls for all young athletes to undergo heart surgery. Daniel Yorath was being a kickabout with that Terry, the former Wales and Leeds footballer in their back garden in 1992 when he collapsed and died. So no one knew why his heart stopped. But weeks after signing in for Leeds and just before the 16th birthday, he was also fit for uh he was also fit, so strong, never ill, but he was no sign and at all. So today, Gabby is saying that she is supporting all young athletes, all young athletes to uh, go for their heart screening to avoid what happened to his brother. So she said that post-mortem examination revealed that uh, her brother Daniel had a disease called the hypertrophic cardiomyopathy in which the heart muscles becomes abnormally thick, making it hard for the heart to pump a blast so this is what uh logan said let's listen to that i'll be back after that i was assigned to play for Leeds united when he was 15 he was playing football in the garden with my dad and um he fell over and my dad thought he just was messing about and went over and rolled him over and um he basically died um on on the spot it transpired that he had a condition called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy um he was playing sport at a really high level but nobody had ever checked his heart health when the coroner came to our house to give us his verdict it, you know I couldn't get my head around the idea that it was his heart that had failed him because he was so fit so strong never ill you know it's not um, a, a barrier or a protection you know to be sporty and fit that your heart can have an anomaly and it can have a genetic predisposition when we were a tight family my parents were um you know very a very close close unit and it really just kind of it's like a sledgehammer coming down and kind of sending everybody off in different directions because it's such a a catastrophic thing to happen and no warning i read something the other day grief is um love that has nowhere to go and i think you know i've still got a lot of love you've still got a lot of grief as well what Logan is saying that it was really a terrible happening so she is looking forward to support and also advise young athletes to go for health screening but a quick one back to soccer um, a study by governing body UEFA showed the COVID-19 pandemic cost European clubs 7 billion euros that is 7.91 billion dollars across two seasons even as player wages are top size roses uh, by 2% to uh, 11.9 billion euros during that period so top flight club suffered losses worth 4 billion euros uh, in 2021 up from 3 billion uh, the previous year so the majority of losses came due to empty stadiums with revenues from ticket sales falling by 88% in 2020-2021 season. So the transfer revenues also took a tumble, dropping by 40%. British media said that uh, the reports, which include 724 clubs across 54 top divisions in Europe, added that 900 million euros, that is $1.2 billion, was given in rebates to broadcasters, while sponsorship revenue also plummeted by 1%. 
1.7 billion. So UEFA president Alexander Kefirin, however, said that there was reasons for optimism with fans returning to stadiums. He said that one lesson of the last two years has been that um, it is not only by showing solidarity and working together that European football can overcome existential challenges such as the pandemic. He says so. The report really provides uh, uh, sobering details of post-pandemic challenges that await us. So whether uh, the pandemic stays or goes, European football will stay strong, stable, and unite in 2022. So we are looking forward for it to be stable in 2022. We hope that COVID too will leave us soon so that we will have a peaceful uh, sports as well. If you just tune in and watch and live on Facebook, this is the Sport Tidbit on Ghana Talks Radio. Back to Belgian Olympics. Yes, Belgian Olympics. The Belgian Olympics, which officially opens on Friday, will be streamlined, safe and splendid and splendid. That is what the Chinese president uh, Xi Jinping is saying today as the head of the IOC decries boycott goals are uh, wearing their ugly heads again over human rights concerns. So addressing the International Olympic Committee IOC sessions in the capital via a brief video message, uh, Jinping said that China had played an active part in the Olympic movement since staging the 2000 summer Olympics. So for these winter games, the country had engaged 300 million Chinese in winter sports as promised. That's what President uh, Li Jinping is saying today. So we're also looking forward for safety, uh, you know, games in Beijing as well. So away from President uh, Li Jinping, but still on Olympic-related stories, the Olympic torch relay began its second day on Thursday today atop the Great Wall with Hong Kong actor Jackie Chan, yes, and Chinese Olympic medalists among those taking turns carrying their flame along the route, shortening to three days because of the COVID-19. But the relay for the touch that will open the February 4th to 20th is just around the corner. I know you're excited to see what we have in other Olympics. So for from 4th to 20 winter games is much more modest than the globe-spanning relay for Belgium's 2008 summer games, a tour that was disrupted by protests. But Table Tennis Olympic gold medalist Ma Long and Wu Jinju, uh, the two-time gold medalist in Taekwondo, were among those carrying the red and silver spiral touch along the battling section of the Great Wall. So this particular thing is a ceremony that they do to, you know, uh, embrace whatever new thing they are doing in China. So Jackie Chan, a Hong Kong actor and comedy film star also uh, known for his support of the Beijing government, was identified in the official press release by his Chinese name, Chin Chan Shin. So he said that I woke up 4 a.m. This is my fourth Olympics. I am very happy. I am so cold. That's what Jackie Chan told us this morning to inform you. So it was built around uh, 1,580 during the Ming Dynasty. You know how they really appreciate Dynasty as well. So later on Thursday, the torch will be taken to the Zhangjiangkou in neighboring Zebi province where most of the Olympics snow event will take place. Their relay will end with a lightening of the Olympic quadrant at Friday's opening ceremony. So we are looking forward to the Belgian Olympics happening tomorrow, 4th to 20th of February 2022. We will be here to inform you about that. Away from Jackie Chan, but still on Olympics, boxing Weight lifting and modern pantheon have not been included on the initial program for the 2028 uh, Olympics in Los Angeles, but could be added at a later date. If it gets added, we will definitely update you on that. So on Thursday today, the International Olympic Committee session in Belgium approved a program of 28 sports with a strong focus 
on youth so the skateboarding sports climbing and surfing have also been included la will be able to propose additional sports in 2023 as well so boxing weightlifting and modern could be added to the program next year if they successfully demonstrate they have addressed issues within their sport. So, Boxing's International Federation must um, show it has addressed concerns around the sport governance and integrity of its refereeing and judging processes. So, we are looking forward. I'm telling you, I'm still reminding you that the Belgian is happening, and tonight also. The remaining team of the Afghan will be playing to see who will be able to meet their opponents on the final stage of the Afghan 2021. So before we wrap it up in swimming today, U.S. Competitive Swimming Governing Body has updated its policy on the eligibility of transgender athletes. So the three persons medical panel will now determine whether paraphysical development of the athletes as a male gives transgender swimmers an fair advantages that is what u.s women is saying so there will be also a test testosterone test for 36 months before competition yes testosterone test for 36 months before competition it comes as a transgender Pennsylvania university athlete has been smashing female swimming records as well so the new policy immediately so the statement reads that u.s swimming they are saying that it has and will continue to champion gender equity and also inclusivity of all side genders and transgender women and their right to participate in sports and also fervently supporting competitive equity at elite levels of the competition so the policy for the uh, elite it said that acknowledges a competitive difference in the male and female categories and the advantages this present in elite head-to-head competition so they have given them new these policies for the transgender swimmers uh that's it for the sported bit on ghana talks radio my name is sandra asante thank you so much for tuning in and watching it live on facebook stay tuned for the training hits countdown i'll be back soon join us on gtr for global tidbits and soccer Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium, what a stadium. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. Yes. More music. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rock in the nation. Bumi Dean, mommy. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. You the fell up. AMG, baby. Swap. I 
Mother, I'm Brazil, Obi, I'll tell my sister, and my man's a painting away and I'm a one. But I have one of one. Missy, I don't get to go, I'm Brazil, Obi, I'll tell my sister, and yes, I'm a painting away and I'm a one. For the entertainment hub on Ghana Talks Radio, my name is Sanjo Asante. DJ Charm is with me in the studios, and we are giving you that great tune. So, we go straight to the entertainment stories for today. And 
Korean sensation Jimin is gradually making his way towards recovery after a pen dietist surgery and taken to fan community forum verse on a Wednesday. Jimin wrote to the army, "You were worried about it, right? I am recovering, bro." Ah, that's a relief to the fans. I know we were worried about it, right? I am really worried. That's what Jim Nin is telling us today. He's saying that. A Ghana Talks Radio. I am worried. I am afraid, though. I think I'll be able to leave the hospital soon. I am recovering well and I also eat well. All my three meals of rice, yes, with a smiling emoji. That's what he's saying. So, guys, don't get worked up, don't get so bad because our very own is really getting better. And he's saying that we should wait a minute, he'll be back with us. We're also happy to be seeing him very soon. Away from Jim Nen, Gigi Hadid is in the news and is spilling the beans on a secret TikTok account which she uses to cater to her mom's duty. I was surprised about that. But speaking to Intel Magazine for their March issue, the 26-year-old model showed that she loves to look for kids' lunch clips on video sharing apps. So I do have a secret TikTok and I don't post on, I don't follow anyone on it. I am a looker, but it is for mom videos and kids' lunch videos. So you can know that she is having a beautiful mom kids uh, season kind of sessions on TikTok. And she says she loves it so much. She said, I'm really excited to take Kai Sky in one day because I learned to sky when I was like two. That's what she's saying. So the mother who wishes the world for her daughter at that. Kai can be whoever she wants to be once she gets older. So if you have no idea who Kai is, she is the daughter of Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik. Away from that, Egyptian influencer Tara Ahmad will play Meghan Markle's role in the Middle Eastern makeover of Suit, the U.S. legal drama in which the former American actress played a paralegal. According to reports today, the drama is being adapted for an Arab audience by the Egyptian broadcaster Tara, who will assert the role originally played by the douches of success as a 28-year-old actress. Enrique Gulen, who is associated with Universal Studio Group, said that Suit is one of the most popular TV shows in the world and they are thrilled to be adapting it for Middle Eastern audience. So if you have no idea who will be taking out from Meghan Markle, is Egyptian actress, I'm talking of Tara Emad. Away from that, from Frozen Lands, Beyond the War to the Destroy Throne Room, a new Game of Thrones studio tour takes fans behind the scenes of the hit television series. Located at the Linden Mill Studios in Cambridge, London, Ireland, one of the several locations where the fantasy show was filmed. So the attraction opens up the worlds of Westeros to the public with an array of costumes, props, and set on display. So items include character Jon Snow's sword, Long claw and the dress her sister Sansa wore for her wedding in Joffrey. So this is a new revolution of Game of Thrones. I know we're going to be excited before because we were excited before. We're going to be super excited this season because they are taking us on a new revolutionary. You see it if you're watching on Facebook. You can see that on your screen. It's really, really hot. It's looking uh, quite, you know, different from the game of thrones we know but whatever happens we'll be looking forward to that as well so straight away from that dolly parton eminem lionel richie and duran duran and a tribe called guest are among this year's first nominees for induction into the rock and roll hall of fame so the cleveland-based institution announced 17 artists and groups being considered for rock hall induction uh, these artists include raids against the machine pat banata donny warwick Collie simons Judas Priest and Beck. So Beck and Simons are also nominated for the first time. So it's like making history. Eminem, who is playing the Super Bowl halftime show with Dr. Dre, Snoopy Dog, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar, and a nomination in the first year, and he was eligible. So it is really amazing. So this year's class will be announced in May with the in induction ceremony plan 
for later of this year. So this year's ballot recognizes a diverse group of incredible artists, each who has had a profound impact on the sounds of youth culture. So these great artists are really nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So artists must be released a first commercial recording at least 25 years before they are eligible for induction. So if you if you see Dolly Parton, Eminem, and Lana Reach, and Duran Duran, and Atra being nominated for the uh, you know Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you can imagine how greatly they put in effort for this particular nomination today. So straight away from that, four men have been arrested and charged in last year's overdose death of actor Michael K. Williams, who was best known for playing a shotgun tooting drug dealer in the HBO crime drama. I'm talking of The Wire. The U.S. prosecutor in New York City said on Wednesday. So William 54 was found dead in New York apartment on September 7th. Police added that. So one of the men, Ivana Cateda, was arrested in Puerto Rico and charged in a criminal complaint ensued on Tuesday in Manhattan Federal Court with narcotics conspiracy, accusing him of disturbing the fundamental days heroin. Damien Williams, a U.S. attorney based in Manhattan, said that in a statement. So they have arrested these people connecting to the death of actor. I'm talking of William Michael K is really, really sad. We hope that he continues to rest in perfect peace. But straight to that, Jennifer Lopez is comparing how dating babe Ben Affleck for the second time is much different and more beautiful than the first one. So Lopez admitted to people that she was naive and made mistakes during her first relationship with Affleck. So she said, Be before we kind of put our relationship out there, uh, that's what Jennifer Lopez is saying. We were naive and Donna Talks Radio, but number one. It's now mature and older. It is willing to take up the risk that many uh, can bring forth. So we both were like, wow, so happy, and we don't want any of that to come into play. So they are saying that this time around, they are taking their relationship on a very different diversion, not putting it up on social media, not putting out just anywhere for just anybody to get to know what's going on with them. Before, they were naive, and now they are quite mature to make it personal. So away from Jennifer Lopez, Bob Marley's daughter, I'm talking of, Cadella is imagining how life would be if her father were still alive. Of course, we can all imagine how beautiful that would be. But speaking with Mayo Online, the daughter added that Molly wrote famous song, Nice Time After Her. And he had many children, but that song he did it for his firstborn. It's almost like whenever I feel kind of funny, whenever I get bad vibes, I listen to it and it motivates me because he was so grateful to have me and I'm so grateful to have him. This is so beautiful. Richard, dad will be alive to hear this beautiful message from his daughter. But he called a nice time. That's my nickname. So she added off the song. So that particular song, Nice Time, was... <sighs> I'm feeling touch already. Bob Mali dedicated that song to the daughter. If you're watching it on Facebook, you can see on your screens the daughter, Sadella Mali. If you also listen, you can check it on the website to get to know who we are talking about. So thinking about how her father has spent his later days if he was alive, Candela predicted that he would have cannabis farm. So he said that she's also looking forward to have, uh, you know, be a ganja farmer as well. So keeping out the legacy that the father would have if he would be alive. So we will see her soon to go ahead. Candela the ganja farmer. Away from that, Tom Holland is answering if he will replace his role as Spider-Man in No Way Home. So speaking on the show on Wednesday, Donna Talks Radio, number one. He will happily leave his role when it is time for a new kid to set up. So he said that I have had such an amazing run as Spider-Man and it is my time to step down and the next lucky kid is going to step up. I would do so proudly. This is a thought of, uh, you know, a great actor. So he continued to say that I have achieved everything I wanted to achieve as a character. So if it is time, then I will do it with my head held high. So that's what Tom Helan is telling us today. If it is for him to step down as a character, 
in the Spider-Man No Way Home for a new character to step up, he will be so proud to turn that up. Selena Gomez is in the news today and straight to her story, she starred in a white dress featuring a Catholic proverb at 2018 Met Gala that stood out even more thanks to her fake tan. However, the look turned into a disaster later in the night as the Wolf singer recalled running out of the event. During her recent conversation with Glamour K, UK, the Lose You to Love Me hitmaker revealed her memorable red carpet disaster. So that is part of it. And you know, three days today, we talk with um, an entertainment enthusiast about, you know, uh, Janet Jackson being banned from Grammys over this, you know, malfunctioning. And today, Selena Gomez is opening up to her so the rare beauty founder yes 29 year old singer record she said that while i was getting ready for the mail gala a few years ago we put on a bit of tanning lotion and it looked beautiful but as the night went on it kept getting darker and darker so she this admitted that she had no idea how bad it looked until she saw a picture of her tan train orange that's quite gross but she is saying that it is her worst red carpet look ever but we love it anyway because you know that that particular dress is really beautiful turning up at the red carpet and met gala in 2018 it was really really beautiful and we loved it as well so whatever orange tank or what we loved it the same way it was so samuel cowell before we go simon cowell open up to detail what went wrong to make him end up with a broken hand in horrific bike crash so during his chat with daily mail the american guard talent judge shared that i am okay i'm feeling much better Thank you. It happened just around the corner. So responding to on Lucas claim of him spending and speeding, um, his time on his bike. The X Factor star admitted that I am a bit of uh, a nutter. I am definitely, uh, I will definitely wear a helmet next time. So whatever happened, that's bad. You learn from it and you move on with it. So Kawa was rushed to hospital last week after involving in a dangerous accident when he was not wearing his helmet. But Carol, he's saying that he has learned a lesson from that. So it was reported that he closely avoided serious injury and was lucky to be alive we were all lucky as well i know the fan to be as well so the outlet reported that the 62 year old record executives friend shared that he is feeling much better however he wants to bid farewell to cyclists post his second bike accident we are happy that he didn't get broken leg or back injury he is fine and we are also this excited is about talks radio, well so that's it for entertainment having gonna talks radio we are just here to give you all the information you need to know so stick and stay with Ghana Talks Radio. I'm done here by DJ Thomas in the studios to take you out from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. on that musical journey. So don't go anywhere. Stick and stay. My name is Sanjo Asante. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good all day. All weekend. All, all the hits. All, all the hits. Ghana Talks Radio.